0: Oh my God, I'm starting to shake, man. I know.
1: Just don't open yourself up to I'm them. I'm man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I don't shake. open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Oh. Do
0: it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not f***ing run. Go back in. Come fight me
1: in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them.
0: Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark the internet's only podcast with the courage to get up and down with the sickness and challenge <laughs> I, Zach Bagans to a ghost-off.
1: Uh, uh. Christ, uh, this is some crazy-ass shit. Oh, and I'm Eric hoofnagel <laughs> I'm already diving in, man. The chaos of
0: this fucking show. The first, like... 2 minutes of this episode are the most hyped oh. I've ever been. Oh. And it might be because Zach Bagans blew the entire budget of the show on the music rights to disturbs down with the sickness and what a good investment that <laughs> Holy was. Holy shit. He's so, it's so
1: amped. I it, it feels like Zach may have had more creative control. For this show, oh,
0: absolutely, for better or for worse, for way worse,
1: for way worse, because <laughs> it is like it is such a such a self suck. It is like all about his ego, and he
0: drops the ball constantly because he doesn't know how to be a host. The show that we are talking about, witches and warlocks, because this is our mid-season interlude special. We are going back to the past to discuss one of Zach Bagan's other passion projects. We know that he is a dog lover, uh, gym enthusiast. Uh, musician womanizer womanizer ghost womanizer (laughs) and in 2011 he wanted to position himself as the Gordon Ramsay of the paranormal realm so he created a show called paranormal challenge
1: rolling hills asylum is one of the most active paranormal sites in the country two teams are about to put that title to the test this is paranormal challenge Rolling Hills of silence. What? Why don't you come over here and take some of my blood I just heard Danielle refer to the thermal imaging camera as the
0: thermal thing I think
1: I heard somebody say Dan, that's my name
0: Stay clutch well, What are you going to do when you come into contact with a giant spirit named Roy? I'm going to face it right in the face That's right, we don't like ladies either That's right, right where that orb shot up Is that where the orb shot, yeah. right here dude Right there, right yeah Right here The premise is two teams come in. Zach has a host of his friends that are judges. And then at the end, apparently arbitrarily, they decide who is the best team. And there's no prize involved. (laughs) Zach could have, like, put some, like... A guest spot on one of the Ghost Adventures episodes, or maybe save this project for when Nick leaves, and this is a great way to find his his replacement. Oh my God, that would have been so good. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, baby. Oh.
1: Damn. So after the, like the 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 ups and downs of season three, mostly the downs. <laughs> this was a treat. Again, with the the just the beginning of this of this episode, with. The fucking Mm -hmm. down with the sickness going, and Zach is in full fucking goth daddy regalia. We got
0: we got a fashion report this because, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a fashion report.
1: (laughs) Give me the thermometer, real quick. Look at me, dude. Wow, wow, look at my body.
0: Whoa check this out man Dude. you look weird bro we have now followed zach's career since 2004 since the initial documentary where he wasn't even goth in that he was just no. like wearing flannels like he was like just like a generic wannabe indie kid since then we have been watching him like pupate Like a, like a, a, like he's, he's been (laughs) pupating and growing and pulsating in this cocoon of like flirting with gothiness. (laughs) And in this, it is just burst open as a, as a beautiful goth butterfly. And
1: those wings, those beautiful wings have sprouted. (laughs) He's busted out. Oh Christ. Yes. So he's got the thumb holes. He's got, like, the saggy pants, he's got his, like, crest Mm. on his shirt, and his hair is so spiky.
0: It's perfect. It's one beautiful swoop.
1: Uh, You know, I've created my own little faux hawk, or they call it the shark's fin. Uh, When you walk fast and you're chasing demons, I can turn on a dime you just go straight and you tilt it like you know kind of like a rudder on a boat
0: what was that he's like a pacifier and like a glowing bracelet away from being able to walk into any <laughs> rave in the world <laughs> and fitting in
1: <laughs> yeah oh man wouldn't it have been great if he had been an extra like like just as a little cameo in like blade yeah uh, uh, and he's, uh, he's just there do, fist do, bumping, do, 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 fist do, 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 pumping yeah <laughs>
0: He would have loved that so much. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he loves vampires. He loves Blade. We know that. He references it in his fucking books all the time. And I do think that Zach Bagans probably is perfect at that rave, like, ball dance where you just pretend like you're holding a ball and, like, wiggling it around <laughs> in your hands like all the he, emo kids Oh, did.
1: dude. He, he could rock the fuck out of some fucking finger lights. Oh, you know, like where he could just, he could just c- corner, corner these fucking rolling girls yeah. and just finger light at them, man,
0: that he was born for that.
1: He was born oh. to do that shit.
0: <laughs> you know, you know that that is exactly what happens after in the after parties of these episodes.
1: Uh, maybe that's what they do in his dungeon.
0: I still, I, I haven't had the courage to look up pictures of what that looks like. Cause I don't, I I don't necessarily know if I'm ready to get that deep into Zach, but at some <laughs> I, point. I, you know, I just don't think
1: that he would be a very kinky guy. He's just a straightforward missionary position, pump and dump.
0: I think he's a, a three pumper and some cry. Yeah, some crying. Three pumps, <laughs> tears.
1: Dude, dude I'm I'm crying, crying, dude. What? i don't know why do you think he puts on down with the sickness
0: <laughs> what a good song to fuck to that would be
1: can't even do it
0: oh that's gonna sound that's so bad good. i can't, can't fucking sample do that, that. i can't wait to sample that eric I'm <inaudible> and play it over and over again i'm
1: gonna try one more time wait let try to get, my throat like seizes up when i try to do it uh, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it oh. god damn i'm never doing that song for karaoke
0: it, the failure makes it fun so speaking of failing <sighs> uh this episode
1: <laughs> this fucking show <laughs>
0: Zach has invited two of the country's most skilled paranormal investigation teams to face off in tonight's challenge.
1: We got Resident Undead and we got Paranormal Expeditions. Battle of the Sexes. How good is this?
0: I love that from the get-go, on accident, as it turns out, this show immediately establishes heroes and villains in our two teams. Which are shit. paranormal ex- paranormal expeditions, the all-female team, which yep. consists of Rachel Hoffman, the leader, who's not a medium, but she can see things at a higher frequency, whatever the fuck that means.
1: Yeah, she's not like other girls. She's not like the other girls. She's a little different.
0: Her her sister, Danielle M- Manicapelli, who is the skeptic and apparently weak link, and we'll get into that. She's like the
1: the dark doubter, like, yeah, like a kind of moody one. and she's like, uh, she's like she's got U- Ugg boots on, you know, she's like a like a pumpkin spice goth. Oh yeah. And then there's Tina, <laughs> the Aaron of the group.
0: Absolutely. The fucking brave heart. <laughs> These teams of
1: three, they, how does it always happen that there's a Nick and an Aaron and a Zach?
0: In, especially in Paranormal Expeditions, because Rachel is obviously the Zach. She's like, I'm special. I'm the most elaborately dressed. Danielle is Nick because Danielle doesn't have anything to fucking oh, say absolutely. and doesn't do anything. Brooding. <laughs> and then Tina Store. The Braveheart, who's like, oh I'm just happy to be here. It's gonna be, like, awesome. Yeah, and she,
1: she's like, I get scared a lot, so... <laughs> oh, dude! Rachel has given me the title of The Braveheart, because although I'm scared, I go for it anyways. Aaron, call
0: them out for a second. Sometimes you have luck with this, because you're the one that always shows fear. <gasps> oh my God! Something just breathed in my ear.
1: I just gotta say, how, like... Obviously, Zach was like looking for just hot chicks. Like I wanted, I want Specter on there, you know? Oh yeah. I want like real paranormal investigators. Like real paranormal investigators have curves, Zach.
0: Well, <laughs> well, and it's it's so funny <laughs> because you know if if you are a guy out there and you wonder why women are generally done with men this episode's a good place to <laughs> just start. watch
1: this show
0: yeah oh my god i know because Christ. their fucking competitor team resident undead you know these women they come out they're on they realize they're going to be on national television they're immaculately dressed for what they think that means yeah you know their heels are on point their makeup game flawless they have wardrobe changes on yeah.
1: separate days they look different
0: oh yeah Meanwhile, Resident Undead, the (laughs) fucking, you know, Adam Kimmel, the quarterback, Dan Hooven, the also quarterback, and then Jim (laughs) Leopardo, Jim the mute, (laughs) Jim, the fucking guy who thought his friends were taking him fishing and then just ended up here. (laughs) Yeah. My name's Jim Leopardo. We're ready to take control of this place.
1: Oh, dude, for real, dude! Like these guys are so fucking insufferable. They they all just keep fucking referencing football. It's like, ew, dude! You're hunting ghosts, you fucking
0: idiot. My name is Adam Kimmel. As the leader of Resident Undead, I clearly see myself as the quarterback. You smell that? It smells really bad. My name is Dan Hooven.
1: When it comes to the the big plays, they hand the ball off to me.
0: I don't know why so many men in the paranormal sphere <laughs> tend to be proto-incels, but... Well, Dan... Dan Hooven is... I think he's the main mod for r slash brain cells. Dude, I
1: I wanna... He is the most fucking punchable oh. fucking prick.
0: Oh, I hate him so, so much. So much. Oh my god. When he came out... Literally, I have not had... A more visceral reaction to someone being introduced on a television show than when Dan was like they pan up from toes to tip on him trying to look tough and he's like I mean if I wanted to see three girls play at the paranormal I'd watch Charmed He's such
1: a fucking
0: incel. He's got, he's got like a five page manifesto about how he's a Sigma male (laughs) and all these other people are sub eight males. Like you're a new male. Okay. You're a new male, which is why you can't find ghosts, Jim. But he
1: wants to be Adam so bad. And he can't. He looks up to Adam so much. Oh, he'll
0: never be Adam. I don't know about you, Eric, but I did a huge deep dive into all three of the, all, all of these people if you want to go on this journey with me
1: yes please please i did not do any research at all
0: really wow so let's start with team resident undead because i fucking hate them dan hooven and adam kimmel the two quarterbacks that when they're not busy jerking off each other are you know (laughs) moderating all the incel forums on reddit
1: i could i could see them meeting at like a pickup artist convention
0: you're very close because they met in college oh. in their haunted fraternity house.
1: Oh. God. <laughs> Ew, dude. Oh That that checks out perfectly, that like all they can talk about is football and oh, like yeah. how much they hate women.
0: Well, and Dan Hooven, who is literally the worst human being that's ever existed. He is a, a, a finance major of the Alpha Sigma Phi House. I hate him so much! Oh, uh, I have... Like, before he even opened his dumb mouth, I was like, this guy voted for Trump. Oh, yeah. But that's them. There's no information about Jim, because he's just some guy who wanted to go fishing.
1: Oh, of course not. After this show, Jim just wandered into the into the forest and they never heard of him again. I would like
0: to see a little bit more from Jim. It was very hard to find anything about Paranormal Expeditions because Zach does uh, ding them on their teamwork in this episode, and that makes sense because it doesn't look like the team stayed together, at least Danielle. It feels fabricated. You know?
1: Like, it feels like, like they were put together, sort of like the way the Spice Girls were just like... Yeah. forced into a group together by a bunch of producers where so they're like well you're hot and you're hot and you can sing and let's just make a super group and pretend you're all friends
0: so i found an interview pre this show with paranormal expeditions and their whole thing was literally like rachel was like i believe in ghosts my sister doesn't And our friend Tina is kind of dumb but cute, so we're gonna fucking find ghosts. So she says. That's the implication. Oh my god. That's the implication. Rachel, she's awesome. She's such a great team leader. Danielle left very soon after. I can't find anything about her, but her Twitter that stopped in September of two thousand eleven is one of the most insipid things I've ever seen no let me some read you some of these winners
1: okay this
0: this is what danielle tweeted on september 3rd of 2011 i love naps that's it (laughs) this is the ugg boots girl right this is the ugg boots this is the ungirl the yeah.
1: yeah 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 oh fuck yeah she's great i love her
0: here's 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 another one donnie darko period there you go oh maybe she's maybe she's a fucking like
1: like an artist like this is (laughs) do you think this is like some andy kaufman
0: shit i have never mastered the armpit fart i'm not sure what the secret is but i just don't get it
1: (laughs) oh what an interesting person what how many so many layers. Layers upon layers.
0: <laughs> but Rachel's Twitter is not much better. Rachel, the team leader, eventually started doing like paranormal modeling with Tina. And like yes. she would she would do like photo shoots and like makeup tutorials for how to get your makeup game to look good on camera and on night vision. And uh, oh she was active God. until 2015, so she lasted a little bit longer in the paranormal world. And she has a series of tweets. I'm going to gonna take you on a little journey here, Eric Nagel. <clears throat> All
1: right, I'm ready. Tweet
0: number one, which no one interacted with. Nobody referenced, retweeted, or commented on these tweets. Okay. How does nudity further a paranormal investigation question mark
1: Uh, you got I mean I'm hooked (laughs) I'm I'm hooked let's go
0: number two doing a paranormal investigation naked is like going to the grocery store naked it's totally pointless okay Uh, all right number three apparently increasing in severity I will ban any location that allows naked paranormal investigators at the scene. Rachel. It's a major health concern.
1: What happened, Rachel?
0: <laughs> Hashtag snail trail. Hashtag ban. No. Hashtag unsanitary.
1: Rachel, what happened? Man, I want to know <laughs> what happened to Rachel. Oh my God. This is nuts. That's like, that's like when I was reading the Spectre site and they're like, <laughs> absolutely (laughs) no one on drugs.
0: Yeah. Who who stripped down naked and started snail trailing on shit? (laughs) What? It had to be Tina the Braveheart. She was so brave, she had to strip off all of her clothes, and then she was, like, doing the, like, dog with poop on her butt, like, scooting around, and then maybe Rachel (sighs) slipped? (laughs) Like... The fact that it's hashtag <laughs> snail fuck? trail, the fact that it's hashtag snail trail Dude. begs us to imagine a snail trail related incident. I'm
1: going to be positive here and say that there's some crazy shit going on in here.
0: I found Tina. Oh, unfortunately, two years ago, she was saved by the light of the Lord from the evils Aww. of the new aged world. And by saying no. it seems like she got turned into a far right anti mask pro Jesus in school pro Joe Rogan Ben Shapiro and Donald Trump asshole. What? Which means she got into a relationship. No, that's exactly what happened. Some some guy named John saved her from herself. I think that was a wrong thing for them to done. And then fucking Zach, his emo butterfly now flying free, takes them through the rolling hills. Asylum, which is a former poorhouse slash asylum slash old folks' home, which was predominantly used to store people that society didn't want and torture them, like most of America's history, apparently.
1: It, that's a that's a very good uh, recipe for a haunting. That is a great recipe for trapped souls.
0: They have a woman named, I think, Stacy. Yes,
1: Stacy Jones. She's a, she's a, she's a Rolling Hills expert and she is dead inside. (laughs) It just cuts to her and she's got like a thousand yard stare.
0: And I love that Zach says, uh, yes, listen to my friend, Stacy Jones. And then Stacy just like, doesn't even blink or react as though Zach just called her his friend (laughs) because i sincerely doubt that they have any sort of positive relationship like zach and most women why don't you like men everybody says that there's a ghost named raymond okay Mm -hmm. and there's a ghost named roy who may be the ghost of a very long boy who was put <laughs> yes. in this place because he was too long. He was too long for his <laughs> parents to handle.
1: Far too long. The
0: longest boy.
1: <laughs> so handsome. So handsome, so long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, you can just abandon your kids for any reason back in the day, huh? It's just like, my kid's too long. Throw him in the thing. Did you notice the guy he's
1: standing next to in the image? So flash yes! an old timey image of, of him, <laughs> and he's standing next to a child sized man, who it looks like he has a child's yeah. body, but he, a man head with
0: a big old beard. It's like a it's like a token dwarf. I I, I wrote this down at six minutes and thirteen seconds, <laughs> witches in warlocks. It looks like okay, Roy obviously very long, very that long boy, fine clearly, but this. Ch- this person, this gentleman that they s- sat next to him, looks like they photoshopped yes. a like poet laureate's head <laughs> on a child's body.
1: Yes, fucking like Rasputin's head on a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He had very large hands and large feet, and he had a very, very long face. This one gigantic motherfucker. Stacy's segment uh, lasts blessedly for her, not very long. <sighs> That's when we get introduced to the concept of the challenge and our judges. Yeah,
1: Zach is so fucking hyped. Because he starts by, like, giving them their equipment, and he's just amped the fuck up. And he's got the whole setup where he, like, walks from, like, down a hall with backlighting. With, with, like, a big old fucking lamp on him from behind, and he comes up with, like this strut
0: yeah from hit from the secret (laughs) nerve center deep within the facility
1: he is just loving this so much
0: you can tell when zach is excited because he does the twitter like hand clap punctuation (laughs) talking yeah you have all the same equipment this is your equipment right they made things that kill people (laughs) these are your metal meters clap clap clap
1: it's a very like michael bay inspired sort of situation where he's like we're in the nerve center it's a secret location that no one knows about and it's got like him and the judges and he likes constantly like you know pacing the room and he's like all right we're gonna need audio on dan now and like pointing and he's got a bunch of people behind him that are at desks doing nothing it's so weird Teams on the table in front of me are the identical same piece of equipment each of you are going to receive. Two night vision camcorders, a full-spectrum camera still, a full-spectrum camcorder, a thermal imaging camera, also a melmeter, and two digital recorders.
0: When we get introduced to the judges, this is like my second little bit of a deep dive, because I had to understand who these people fucking were.
1: Mm. Oh man, they're such fucking dorks. (laughs)
0: They start with Dave Schrader, who they cite as a paranormal lecturer and co-author of The Other Side, A Teen's Guide to Ghost Hunting, (laughs) which you know I'm going to buy. Oh, The Teen's Guide? Why is it for teens? Because it's unsafe for teens to be out there without a guide. And Dave Schrader, the paranormal lecturer slash hyper-realistic rendering of a cartoon mole person <laughs> is there to teach them. Oh, God. I know it's it's not nice to make fun of people for the way they look, but I'm going to do it is... for all three of these people oh, because yeah. they deserve it.
1: Yeah, the, go- the goatee gang. <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> Dave Schrader looks like a mole. Yes. He's just so smooth and long in his head. Yes. And he looks like he would play around in dirt. <laughs> Gary Golka is the next host or the next judge who they say is an award-winning paranormal investigator what fucking awards eric are there ghost awards they didn't say
1: he he won awards for paranormal investigation he just won some awards <laughs> maybe he's a good bowler
0: <laughs> he won he, he bowled a perfect game at his local his local bowling alley and
1: now he can say he's an award-winning paranormal investigator
0: <laughs> That's perfect. Gary Gulka, paranormal investigator and winner of the hot dog eating championship, <laughs> Idaho. He ate two hundred pancakes in a single sitting. Wait, so was this the? Is this the guy that developed the
1: the melmeter? Yeah, yeah, he's the inventor. Another goatee man.
0: Another goatee man who looks like he's trying to uh, moonlight as an Al Pacino impersonator <laughs> and
1: ailing horribly
0: yeah but he's like close enough where somebody might double take on him like at a grocery store like huh huh i i looked into the future eric Mm. gary comes back on ghost adventures two seasons down the road for us we'll meet gary again great but uh i'm not looking forward to that because it sounds like it's gonna be a pretty fucking weird episode Mm. because the Gak are summoned by Gary to contact his dead daughter. Oh, no,
1: that is a true recipe for a lot of trap souls.
0: Our, Our last judge is Patrick Burns, who apparently is fan of the show and guy who's happy to be here. He's the
1: most like, well, actually, fucking guy he's such a he's just like um actually guys uh and he's got fucking like he's got like some like oh, yeah this weird mop of like a bowl cut
0: kind of thing going on I, I i mentioned that it's not nice to make fun of people for how they look but the my the instant he came into frame my first thought was like oh somebody left a ventriloquist dummy out of its case <laughs>
1: God, <laughs> he's, how come he? you never see him away from the side of Dave? Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's Dave's dummy. It sure looks like there's a ghost in there.
0: <laughs> it's the most haunted doll that Zach has ever come across.
1: That doll scares me. I'm not afraid of evil spirits, but I am afraid of weird looking, demented little doll thingies.
0: As I said, this show accidentally sets up in this episode perfect heroes and villains obviously team girl of paranormal expeditions are our heroes and resident undead the fucking reddit mod team are the villains big time bullies they're like they're like classic
1: 80s movie teen bullies Adam with Dan as his little crony who, like, just loves him so much and wants to be him. He's just a sniveling little shit. Adam's (laughs) just this, like, big old, like, he, like, does a lot of, like, you know, flexing and, like, trying to look big.
0: I'm in charge. I know exactly what this is. I do not eat pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell that something's awry for our heroes of Paranormal Expeditions because... They are facing off against an all-male incel bro team, and their judges are all also incel-adjacent dudes.
1: Yeah, they're all well-actually...
0: All well-actually shitty dudes, and then Zach Bagans, historically problematic towards women.
1: Dude, no, these girls, do. they are so cornered in this. That's right, we don't like ladies either.
0: The Mel meter starts going off in the church where resident undead is investigating. Mm -hmm. And then Zach asks Gary Galka, who invented the fucking thing. Yeah. uh, What kind of energy does that detect? And Gary, the inventor, says, well, the thing itself is emitting a field of energy and it looks for interruptions. In that field. Which is pretty funny because of how shitty Zach is about the women saying just in the next scene, oh, the thermal thingy instead of the thermal camera. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zach doesn't even know how this fucking thing works. Period. No, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Why, right, Zach, you're in the middle frame. There's no wait a minute. No, I know, but just. There's no wait a minute. You said it, man. Zach, look. Mound okay. up because the next scene which these fucking will actually redditor fucking douchebags all of these people are reddit mods in my opinion i'm i'm very angry at all the men in this episode <laughs> yeah they fucking they go off on the on the t- the team of women because they're like oh pass me the thermal thingy instead of the thermal can.
1: yes oh that's, god that's it
0: that's like their I biggest know, mistake i know
1: and they, they they do not they fucking harp on them non-stop about that shit non-stop. That's like their talking point for the rest of the fucking show. It's just being like, they don't use proper terminology, so actually, it's a thermal imaging camera, not a thingy. (laughs) Thank you very much. I just heard Danielle refer to the thermal imaging camera as the thermal thing. you use all the thingies.
0: I don't know. So far, what is your favorite piece of equipment? The beepy thingy, or would it be the uh, thermal thingy? I think it's a thermal thing. The thermal thing.
1: That's what they called it. Yeah. yeah. It's a camera.
0: After fucking living ventriloquist dummy Patrick Burns slash owen wilson cosplaying as a vulcan at a star trek convention <laughs> he, or or a man shrew, <laughs> man shrew. <laughs> and moleman man shrew and moleman and then al pacino <laughs> it's like alvin of the chipmunks except for a mole and a man oh True. and patrick burns takes off his fucking headphones with like the shittiest grin on his face like well she just said pass me the thermal thingy <laughs> i mean she said thingy she
1: she said thingy and then and then zach
0: jumps in he's like it's a camera zach puts his hands on his hips and like looks to the sky and is like it's a camera it's so forced
1: it's so forced it's just like it's they need something they need something to to build shit up also though meanwhile we got the fucking chaos-laden resident undead making dowsing rods out of, like, parts of equipment? (laughs) Dude, this scene is so fucking ridiculous.
0: They should have been disqualified for this immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, I don't understand exactly how dowsing rods work oh but i know now that to me is the most insanely stupid thing to just say i'm going <laughs> to use dowsing rods but i have no idea how they work to start with this scene for like adam is doing his like gigantic like oh i'm a quarterback my quarterback balls are knocking around you have to listen to me my version of masculinity is the best and <laughs> his version of leadership is the weakest version of masculinity that there is oh, that yeah only idiots defer to yes because he's like, Jim, you sit in that chair. Dan, you sit in that chair. There's only two chairs. There's two people. How hard is that? Do you have to tell them what chair to sit in?
1: Yes, he has to. All right, Jim, take a seat on the left. Dan, take a seat on the right. As the leader of Resident Undead, I clearly see myself as the quarterback. Dude, and then, so then he does the dowsing rods and he's like, uh, I'm making some dowsing rods. I don't really know how these work. And that really pisses off the judges. Dave gets livid about that. He's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard a man say.
0: Which, fair enough, this is not their house. Fucking Adam just takes some pieces of metal and rips them off of a thing. Could be historically significant. I don't know. But he rips them off this thing and makes dowsing rods and then proceeds to use the dowsing rods to fucking ask the most childish questions. There's two teams here tonight! Do you like us better than them? Dude, I feel so Yeah!
1: <laughs> and it's so clear that he's making these things move! It's so clear! It's so obvious! And so he's just like, he, he's like, okay, so like, if you like us more than the girls, make them cross. Make them cross in front of me. And then they cross, and he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. I don't like ladies either. Now
0: he he says the <laughs> direct quote, Eric is that's right. We speaking for all of we Resident don't Undead, like ladies. All of our witches and warlocks. Let's pour one out for these guys. Poor, neglected wives.
1: <laughs> are they
0: married? I, I'm sure they are. Uh, They're finance majors from a fucking frat house. They they conned some poor woman. Can you
1: imagine being married to Dan, dude? Uh, I would absolutely Ooh. end my life so fast i would ki- i mean i'd kill him obviously like in his sleep like our arse- fucking arsenic i'd poison him It'd just so quickly can you imagine how imagine how dan fucks imagine he just turns off all the lights and makes that sour face and he's just like let's get this over with
0: i have a horrible horrible feeling in here absolutely horrible
1: i gotta say something about The way Zach talks in this show, he's so extra. He's not good at hosting a show. He's good at doing what he does, which is be a fucking rodeo clown for ghosts and be a master taunter. But when it comes to, like, moving things forward with his voice, he can't do it. He just word vomits. Like, for instance, there's a scene where... (laughs) Tina gets breathed on, or whatever, and she's like, Oh, I'm breathing on me. And then Zach explains it in the most unnecessary way, where he's like, Uh, mm-hmm. right now, Tina is feeling these things, and she's verbally addressing what she's feeling. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, yeah, Zach, that is what's happening. Yeah. Thank you. She is right now using her eyes to see and look. At her surroundings.
0: (laughs) Her skin, otherwise known as the epidermis, is experiencing a sensation of blowing upon it. (laughs) (laughs) And she is informing us with her voice. Zach knows that they need to get commentary on what's happening because that's how these shows work. But there's nothing to say that isn't just expressly on the screen. And he wants to make it about him.
1: And he also wants to make it about his fucking siren. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Hey, take take a fucking lesson from that, Zach. That's a transition. This is obviously his idea, right? 110%. The, he has a walkie-talkie. So
1: he communicates yes. to these teams with walkie-talkies, and instead of just calling them back, he found some stupid-ass siren like a storm siren from some antique store, and he's like, this makes one hell of a scary sound. So he fucking just turn crank this fucking... (laughs) just screaming siren. Everyone in the room is, like, holding their ears, and he's just giggling and giddily fucking (laughs) turning his thing.
0: It doesn't sound scary either, because it doesn't have that, like low like that low point of an actual air raid siren where it's like (laughs) it sounds like a fucking cat that's being spun around that's in heat
1: (laughs) it's like the siren from uh nightmare before christmas when they actually turn the cat tail it's time to sound the alarms
0: (laughs) it's the classic moment in any american reality tv show where the judges take some time to be mean to the people on the show.
1: Zach introduces it with more word vomit that, like, comes out so poorly. <laughs> like, he clearly did not practice for this or have a script or anything. So he comes out, I wrote this down. He goes, He goes, uh, before we continue, Dave, our chief judge, uh, had some words to tell you about. We're <laughs> ah. <laughs> such a fucking meathead.
0: There's plenty of examples in that and of that in this episode like when Zack Bagans is complimenting Resident Undead on their teamwork and he's like the teamwork on this team is just like so good. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just so good.
0: And then our our favorite humanoid mole creature <laughs> starts God. dressing down These teams, (laughs) And I feel like there's some clever editing here, Eric, because the girls took it on the chin when he called them out for that pedantic labeling of technology issue. It was like, the the beepy thingy or the thermal thingy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and he's like, I thought that was the
0: dumbest thing I'd ever heard. Until Adam... He calls Adam out for the idiot sticks that he crafted. And it then hard cuts to a scene of them laughing and then a hard cuts away in the middle of this mole person continuing to talk <laughs> yes. and it cuts back to them looking really serious and I'm wondering if it's because Adam didn't actually take that criticism very well yeah Oh my you know god. You're not my dad! You
1: shut, you shut your stupid mouth! You shut the fuck oh up! Oh
0: god, my dad was right. I'm just a fuck-up. I'm just a fuck-up. I always have been. I couldn't make it to state. I can't make it in, in the ghost world. You shouldn't call me stupid.
1: My father called me stupid
0: once. Once. And he starts crying, and then fucking Dan, like, gives him a hug. He's like, come on, bro. Bring it in, bro. You're still the quarterback, bro. You're still my quarterback. And then Jim is just like, oh, well, well, oh. If we do go fishing, can we, like, maybe take this energy? <laughs> um, maybe I could just go by myself, get a different boat. I noticed you didn't bring a boat with you. I got my poles in the back of my truck.
1: Can't wait for um, us to leave. Maybe we should get out of here. No, we're not getting out of here.
0: All right. but what do you think about the evidence so far presented by these two teams, Eric?
1: So they don't present evidence during this scene.
0: So what happens is Zach... No, Zach Zach pulls out evidence from other teams. I read that as he was presenting evidence that they had found so far. No. Interesting. Well, that makes this whole scene fucking pointless then, doesn't it? Exactly. There's no reason to do... Like, he pulls it out and he's like, Girls,
1: look at this. See that? Shadow figure. And they're like, Yeah, it's spooky. (laughs) It's like, Yeah, look at that. What do you think? Huh? Yeah. It's just this weird, weird like flex moment where he's just show he's just he's like, well, other people have seen shit, so look at this. And then he gifts both teams with spooky speaking spells. <laughs>
0: Magic everywhere in this bitch. Zach sends them back. Now they're switching sides of this facility. Rachel is in the Christmas room and she's trying to lure ghosts with candy you know as zach takes to the camera instead of letting her have her moment of cool evidence they zach makes the camera come to him and be like uh let me explain how trigger objects work and meanwhile rachel's getting like tapping and voices and there's like a bunch of spooky shit happening around her but of course they cut yeah to go over to resident undead in one of the dumbest few minutes on television i have ever
1: seen yes yes it's so good this
0: is the a perfect microcosm of everything that's wrong with masculinity and this team
1: <laughs> yes oh my god raymond i've seen much better your reputation dies tonight it is being challenged he's doing, he's getting super aggro and he's like i'm uh, dan you go stand there. Stand there and spread your arms out. You fucking idiot. Fucking stand there, meat puppet boy. I'm the quarterback. <laughs> you stand there.
0: And it gets super super sad too because Dan is sitting there with his arms spread. Like, yeah, I'm the playmaker. I'm I'm Dan Hooven. I'm I'm a big tough man. And Jim is just like, Jim, I just thought we were going to fish Leopardo season orb. <laughs> fly at Adam, and then Adam gets so pissy because he told the orbs to attack Dan.
1: Yeah, go fun- go punch Aaron in the face. This is the typical, this is very, very mirrored GAC activity.
0: You picked the wrong person, Raymond. That was the wrong answer. I said,
1: go after Dan. Scratch Aaron's forehead. I hear it, stand there, stand there. So we're using Aaron as bait kind of again.
0: Dan keeps acting as though there's something behind him. And then Adam tells him to stay clutch, which almost made me vomit to hear him say that.
1: Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, you stay there. All right, ghost. You fucking idiot ghost. You think you're such a big, tough, stupid asshole. All right, man. You push, push Dan. You push him after I count to 10. I'm going to count to 10. And you push him with all your might. And he starts counting, and he gets to eight, and Dan just jumps off the fucking step.
0: The fact that they were not disqualified for obviously faking shit? Yeah. Again, they're villains in the 80s movie where the ski club building is going to get taken over by an evil developer and the plucky poor skier has to go up against the elite rich skier and that rich skier is like throwing things on the track (sighs) and shit and trying to cheat that's what this moment is oh yeah it's them cheating he doesn't do a shove pantomime right because he just kind of does step off like it's nothing it's not like he he doesn't do like a full body like oh. Also,
1: he doesn't even react. Like he yeah. he's, he freaks out constantly in this show. And
0: if yeah. if he got fucking pushed by something, he would have screamed. Exactly. He it was so bad that Adam doesn't even understand what happens. Yeah. And then Dan has to try and act as though he got pushed, but he thought that they would get it, so he doesn't have lines ready, so his improv game is worse than Nick's because he's just like, "Oh, uh, you know, um, pressure. Dude,
1: he's floundering so hard. It's so bad. And then they don't even bring it up for, for evidence or anything yeah. later on. They don't even talk about this at all because it's clear to everyone involved that Dan just tried
0: to make some
1: shit up. we am starting
0: to smell some weird yeah. stuff today. Yeah, are you smelling I
1: that? Smell that. That's where it just hit me over here. Yeah. Kind of like sulfur.
0: Oh boy. We get to close out the episode with our favorite incel, <sighs> Dan Hooven, the worst human being to ever walk the planet. <laughs> he goes alone. Oh man. In a segment that solidifies his status as one of the biggest turds in the universe. Yes. First, he's like, I just heard Dan. That's my name. That's my name. I'm Dan.
1: I think I heard my name. I think I heard somebody say Dan. That's my name. Yeah, he gets so mad. He gets this that that sour look on his face that he thinks is t- like looks tough, but it looks like he smelled something <laughs> really bad. <laughs> And he's just like, yeah. "That's my
0: name. That's mine. Stop it!" <laughs> and and then he drops a line Ugh. that he, you know, that he prepared.
1: Oh yeah, this one like, he was very excited to drop. He had been thinking about this for the entire time, and he was like, "Man, whenever I, whenever I get to do this, whenever I fucking." Get when I get to do this, uh, this is it for me. I'm gonna get a girlfriend. I'm gonna get a girlfriend from this.
0: Some baby-making earthen vessel might finally let me enter her crevice. I
1: can't wait to meet a, uh, a fertile trad wife.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Raymond,
0: you pushed me. I don't know if you think you're a big shot here, Raymond, but I got some news for you. Jay-Z may run New
1: York, but I run Rolling Hills Asylum!
0: I just feel like I don't even want to talk. Like it's just like draining in here. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? Yeah. Witches and Warlocks, people out there, if you're a skinny, dorkin', lurkin' person, I'm not saying that you can't be tough, but acting like you took a class on how to be a Sigma male <laughs> from some douchebag <laughs> yeah. with a fucking man bun oh. is not a good look.
1: No. No, he, he, and, and like, he thought that, like, it was cool and funny. And it doesn't even cut, like, they don't even, like, cut to anyone laughing. There's nothing. They no. just leave it in there flat. It's him performing the worst stand up comedy to an empty room.
0: Do you think that these, like, obviously fragile, masculine people, this, like, the definition of pathetic, performative masculinity do you think the reason they like ghost hunting is because they can pretend to be tough and there's no one that's going to actually act back at them you know that could be it
1: because then they get to be really aggro and yell and they get to be scared yeah and they know that they're not going to get pushed
0: dan has probably for years since being in a frat house and i imagine having like Football people like fart on his face while he's sleeping <laughs> yeah. stuff because he's a pathetic little loser.
1: <laughs> he had so many dicks drawn on his face
0: <laughs> and put in his mouth while he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And I just imagine Dan like in his mind, just like looking at his favorite bar and being like, "One day I'm gonna go in there and say, you know, JC may run New York, but this is I run this bar. I run this place, and
1: everyone's gonna laugh." and like all these women are going to come over and start touching my chest and just like it's going to be so cool it's going to be so fucking cool and then i'm just going to like punch the jukebox and like a cool song's going to come on you know like
0: down with down. the sickness <laughs> 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 and then all of the all of the vessels are going to want my seed
1: and every sing- they will all be vying to be my trad wife
0: there is nothing less tough than a finance major frat boy dropping Jay-Z references at Ghosts.
1: Paranormal Challenge, Rolling Hills Asylum is now over.
0: And, you know, Zach spins around the cat and heat again to end the investigation. And that's where we get our wrap-up where Zach Bagans brings in Billy Tolly of Pimps for the final <laughs> analysis. With a
1: mohawk. He's got a mohawk. Paranormal investigations, a mysterious phenomenon squad. Pence, why do you like girls and money? Pence, is there a woman up here? Pence, Pence.
0: Witches and warlocks. I've, I, Joel Klammer have said some negative things about people's appearance. This episode, Uh I want you to know. That you're all beautiful and it's fine, whatever you want to do, but I do think Billy Tolly with that mohawk is a good case study for why you need a friend who is honest with you. <laughs> uh,
1: for having friends, it's not it's a, a good case look study for having friends.
0: Billy's head, like by definition, is not good for a mohawk. I know he thinks it looks cool. But he looks like a fucking teacher who lost a bet against his students during Spirit Week.
1: Like, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right as it's starting, though, like, like the, they're coming down the hall, and they're, like, doing that, like, cool walk. And, of course, a- Adam's right in front, and he's, like, doing this, like, walk. And, and the voiceover is Zach, and he's like... This is the moment when we choose, and this is about pride. This is about respect. This is about credibility. And it's like, all right, those are the stakes, huh? I'm
0: sure there's plenty of pride to be had in the teams that cheated and spent their limited time on national television insulting women. <laughs> the the scoring that they set up for this is you get points for... Your technological know-how, your understanding and application of history. Your teamwork. And then your evidence. They start with paranormal expeditions, and they they scored low marks in technology because of fucking thingy gate.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. And like they, they are so mad about them dropping the equipment early on. They're like, huh. So one of the first things you guys did was drop some equipment. <laughs> so you typical butter hands women.
0: Maybe if you didn't moisturize your hands so much, you could have held on a little bit tighter, but fine.
1: Uh, we need people who are a little bit more clutch.
0: Hang on. No, just hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Stay clutch. The whole premise is they have to present two audio evidence bits and two visual evidence bits. Yeah. And their visual evidence is just orbs, yep. so not really great. Obviously, Rachel is very popular at orb prom. Yes. But there's not a lot else going she on. She got
1: there. she she got her little orb party.
0: They're EVPs though, they get like an okay one where you can hear help me in a male voice. Then the next one is like, if it's genuine,
1: it's like the best EVP ever caught. It's beyond an oh my god. It is so
0: good. <laughs> Rachel when she's describing it she's like we think we hear a patient struggling with a female nurse in Nurse Emma's room and we think that the nurse responds by by saying don't you ever do that and it's like okay I've watched enough Ghost Adventures when somebody goes that far into detail for an EVP I'm like we're not going to hear anything that sounds like that.
1: Yeah it's just going to be like (laughs) scuffling feet.
0: But this is clear as fucking day even on the low quality shitty version of this show that i found on daily motion you can hear yeah it's amazing yeah it is amazing yeah and then we get to the boys
1: and they got nothing
0: their visual evidence is stupid an orb flies out of dan's head they get a, a bit of distortion on an image that they think is a shape of a body. I don't see it. And going back to be, being married to Adam or Dan and wanting to kill your husband, Adam says they got the most romantic EVP he has ever heard, which he says, says, kill him now or I'm going to get him. And no wonder he thinks that's romantic, because I'm sure his wife just walks around the house plotting his murder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He thinks he's... And, like, Zach's, like,
1: romantic.
0: (laughs) And then Billy Telly is like, (laughs) in some circles, check out my mohawk. (laughs) Zach, do you love me yet? Can I be on your show? God. And they cut to team paranormal expeditions, and these (sighs) women look very uncomfortable. I know.
1: I know. Oh my god, they're all like in the corner with their arms wrapped around themselves. (laughs) Like you don't need to you don't need to know a lot about body language to tell (laughs) that they all want out really bad. (sighs) I just hold on a second, man. I just felt like a jolt of electricity.
0: Women who are well dressed, who put thought into their outfits, being dressed down by a bunch of people who exclusively shop at Big Five during savings days, for fucking coupons on fleece jackets.
1: <laughs> big Dog.
0: <laughs> you know that Dan invested heavily into Big Dog t-shirts. He's got a lot fucking, of Fucking and did you see what Dan was
1: wearing? His attempt to dress up was to put on a blazer two times
0: two sizes too big. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because he got it on sale at Big 5 for 30% off and then his long-suffering wife is just like, Dan, that's too big for you. He's like, but yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm big. Are you saying I'm not too, I'm not big enough? I told you I'm going to fill out. <laughs> I've been buying this muscle milk from Alex Jones. It's it's Alex Jones's actual milk. <laughs> you saw the before and after pictures. One of them, he looked kind of puffy and the other, he looked really red. I'm going to be that red.
1: And it is got all the bone broth. And so much more, this is why the Ancients, they believe, were had such better bones and were so much healthier.
0: You can look it up. Okay, Eric, we know how, who it goes to. Yeah. But objectively, based on everything, which team would have you have voted for to win?
1: Well, obviously, the one that got a, a slam dunk EVP, that's yeah. it. That's the fucking, that yeah. that made the show.
0: But of course... Zach builds his tension, talks about how difficult of a decision it was. Dude, okay, he goes goes
1: hard on how hard of a decision this was. Again, yet again, with his fucking Trump-like hyperbole, he says, this is the (laughs) hardest decision we've ever had to make. If that's the hardest decision you've ever had to make in your life, to choose between which ghost hunting team wins the non-existent prize for your dumb show you've lived the easiest most cushy ass life and the winner for paranormal challenge rolling hills asylum is resident undead congratulations guys No, God, please, no, no, no,
0: no. But of course, this team of all male experts on a show hosted by a man who is historically problematic towards women hands the win over to Team Incent. Yep. What a missed opportunity to give the win to the obvious heroes of the experience. So fucking lame. So lame. And then they just, and then there's no, they don't give any
1: reasoning. They, they, they just like cut it. And then they're like, all right, well, bye. And they just like shake everyone's hands. It's so stupid.
0: It's so poorly produced. Like in the, that's the moment in a reality TV show where you have the emotional climax and you talk to the team or whatever, but it, it literally like once he announces that resident undead won. The credits start rolling, and he starts shaking their hands, and it fucking ends.
1: It feels like the end of a Game of Thrones episode, where my heart just (laughs) sank, and I'm like,
0: the bad guys win? And apparently, based on the Twitter drama that I found, that meant that Tina and Rachel set off on their own to do paranormal modeling, and then something happened to Tina- where she felt like she needed to get saved by Jesus and became a QAnon fucking supporter. So thanks Zach Bagans for ruining this woman's life.
1: That's the way we do it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it is time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous,
1: guys. It's like we're going into the attack. I'll be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power.
0: You guys are playing with fire. This is the first time where I personally am giving Zach a break. I don't care about challenging you, Zach. (laughs) I don't care about challenging you. (laughs) There's only one person I want to challenge, and that's the worst person in the universe, Dan Hooven, (laughs) and I just want to challenge him to an actual fight.
1: I want to just. I literally wrote down the exact same thing. (laughs)
0: I said, of I
1: said, I don't, I want to fight Dan. No frills, no tricks, just straight up fucking punching his ass, punching his dumb face.
0: We are going to go on Reddit, find his mod page of all of the incel <laughs> subreddits he runs, and we're going to start talking shit.
1: Oh, well, Joel, that, that's very funny because I wrote that down and then I thought better of it because I thought that's, that's not what we do we challenge Zach at the end of every episode no matter how <laughs> much we hate somebody on the show um, so yes I do want to beat the shit out of Dan but I will <laughs> challenge Zach I do have a challenge for Zach I'm really stuck on this whole uh, this was the hardest decision Zach has ever had to make in his life Um, yeah and I think I'm going to take advantage of that by forcing Zach to make a very difficult decision so I'm going to need your help Joel I'm going to need your help in this one Um, I'm going to dress up like an old woman uh, (laughs) in in a hospital and you're going to be the doctor and I'm going to need you to tell Zach contact Zach and you say listen It's in her will. She needs you to pull the plug. She wrote, Zach Baggins only. I don't have any living family. I need Zach Baggins, my favorite boy, to come and pull the plug. To let me move on to the the other side. I I believe that he can do this. And we're going to convince Zach to actually pull the plug on my life support and (laughs) <laughs> as the heart monitor goes down that's when i jump with a sneak attack um because he will be oh. he will be he will be rendered useless by having to actually make a very difficult decision
0: you know eric <laughs> i like it yeah i can see where you're coming uh-huh. from i do see a problem in that in that, I think that that won't be a hard decision for Zach to make. Because he will unplug you and then immediately whip out an EVP recorder. Be like, okay, are you dead now? Can you talk to me? I just killed you. Me, Zach Baggins, do you have anything even, to say? Even still, he will be distracted.
1: <laughs> and and also, yeah, I'll make sure that I have will. massive tits. So that he'll feel
0: even worse oh, yeah. about oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I just like one of them are flopping out of your fucking like, <laughs> your, your gown, your, your medical gown. I'm
1: gonna be a very sexy old woman.
0: <laughs> so I love that. I love the the notion that Zach Bagan's, he's not it's not gonna be a hard decision for him. He's gonna come in, he's just gonna rip the cord out of the wall. <laughs> he and won't you're even ask like, flatline God yet. No, <laughs> he just he's just gonna set up a camera. He's gonna rip the cord, <laughs> and he's gonna like start trying to <laughs> do the the investigation. And you could just reach up and just fucking squirrel tap him, just like
1: oh yeah. He folds over. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take him out. And he and the shock, the shock of a of an old woman with large breasts coming back from the dead to attack him. I think he's gonna be taken fully off guard. He will be not clutch. He will be fully unclutched.
0: He will believe that he is in the most clutch situation he's ever been in. (laughs) The point where someone's going to become a ghost and then you fucking squirrel tap him and then RKO out of nowhere, Dr. Kleinberger (laughs) fucking grabs him
1: and takes him down.
0: Double (laughs) teaming. Oh,
1: brilliant.
0: Well, his own hubris is going to get him in that situation because if it was a hard decision for him, he might look at you long enough to realize (laughs) that you're just Eric Hoofnagel in makeup. But he is not going to hesitate for a second. He's going to pull that plug and therefore be I'm confident
1: enough that (laughs) I won't have to even shave my my beard or my mustache off. I'll just wear lipstick and some big boobs.
0: I don't even think you need the lipstick. I think you just need the tits. And then he just needs the phone call of pulling the old lady's plug. Like, I think it's that easy.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, shit. Speaking of catching him off guard, I know that Zach pretty recently uh, broke up with his, his longtime girlfriend. He's he's probably on the dating scene out there. What I want to challenge Zach Bagans to is a dinner. You know, I I, I look at his itinerary. I see when he's got, like, a a date. And I'm like, okay, Zach. Okay. And I show up at this date. And I bring along a little plus one, Eric. And who do I bring along? It's Dan fucking Hooven. And I ask him (laughs) one question about cryptocurrency and you let i asked him to explain dogecoin to me and then that's it
1: oh no
0: <laughs> oh that's so cruel every vagina in a five mile radius will become ashen dry as dan hooven opens his mouth to explain the volatility of the market and the brilliance of Ellen Musk. You will hear, you'll be able to
1: hear the sound of all the vaginas inverting.
0: (laughs) Throughout the restaurant, it will be a one solid synchronized like clap, almost like an alligator's jaws shutting. Or like
1: a cartoon, like like when a cartoon character turns into ash
0: and it just goes... (laughs) (laughs) That's it.
1: Is that all you can do is just make Like a little girl. Dance for sure. Show yourself. I can't believe you found this. <laughs> I didn't know that this existed. <laughs> and it's it's like something that I could only wish would exist. And it just and it happens to exist. It's such a gift to humanity.
0: Like this is exactly the kind of fuel on the fire that we need. And On episode two of Paranormal Challenge, which will come at some point on the Patreon, which is a warlock. Wink, wink. Give us money, please. Yeah. Uh, They are going to an old favorite of ours, the Eastern State Penitentiary. Fuck! (laughs) I was wondering
1: if you were going to get it.
0: (laughs) Mm. Why? 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 Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Penitenti- did I, did, I yeah, did it. Penitentiary. penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: we'll,
0: we will see
1: you guys in as we start season four of OG Ghost Adventures.
0: That's right. See you in season four for Gettysburg. Ugh, God. It's going to be problematic. Goodbye, Eric. I love you. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> all right all you witches and warlocks thank you so much for tuning in you can find us at cfm itd on twitter or on instagram at come fight me in the dark you can also send us an email to aaron is a bottom biatch at gmail.com that's a-a-r-o-n is a bottom b-i-a-t-c-h at gmail.com thanks so much for listening we love you good night